Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Christina, we're doing part two. Hello. Poodle fixed a drink. She's been soothed. <laughs> I don't blame. I don't know. Usually it doesn't bother me at all. Oh, but even I, today, something interjected. I was like, ugh, buy it. Didn't offer me a drink. I guess I will be fine. You want one? I'm fine, but thank you. <laughs> I just would like to be offered. Too bad. All right. Are you ready? I can't square it. I can't spare it. <laughs> can't spare a square. Can't spare it square. That's on the that Seinfeld name. Don't start quoting Seinfeld. Uh, there's not a square to spare. Yes, but you yeah. know, when, when I, sometimes I make Seinfeld That's a very references. famous episode. Who doesn't know that? You want to throw that at me right now, but you want to put it on your lips so you don't know what to do. I am torn. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker! Right. That'll go in the beehole. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> When you're disrespected like that, sooner or later, you get tired of it and you throw stuff. <laughs> so I threw a milkshake. <laughs> that is the funniest thing is she followed it up with the phrase, I'm a grown ass woman. I'm a grown ass woman. That's what a toddler does. I'm a grown ass woman and I threw a milkshake. And I throw things. Y'all, this is hey. It's hey. Happily ever after. Season seven, episode four. Truth hurts. Still Truth does out. hurt. It does. Yeah. It's and hard. an eight inch dick does too. That's a good heart. <laughs> Truth, sometimes not so much, but an eight inch dick, 
Ooh. That hurts. Again, y'all, as we aptly named it's so good. what's that eight-inch dick called? It's a Thanksgiving dick. We have deemed it, y'all. like a ten-inch dick. Yeah, it's more like a ten-inch, yeah. Eight-inch dick is, I could live with that. A ten-inch dick It has is a, to be done the right way. If it curves the wrong way, mm-hmm. all bets are off. Y'all, yeah. we talked about a lot of that ten-inch dick. Because we were talking about Deontay, who has a massive schlong. Massive Massive. Dong. And we said, you know what? That actually is like, you have a dick like once a year. It's a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dick. dick. Where you don't, you don't eat like Thanksgiving all year long. No, you can't. You don't fuck like you do on Thanksgiving. No, you can't. So that Friday after Thanksgiving, make that dick appointment. Yes, and y'all, the fall is Like you reserve around. your turkeys. As soon as you see that pumpkin spice go... Oh, wait. I need to make my Thanksgiving dick appointment. I need to text that guy, Ray. See what he's up to. And for those of you who are married or in committed relationships, um, invite a third. Invite <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Why not? Just make sure your partner knows about make it. Make sure everyone's in agreement it's consensual. <laughs> Thanksgiving dick. Get into it. Get into it. All right. Any of so any announcements? We want to. Um, I just read that the entire island of Puerto Rico is without power. Yes. So really sending our love to our sissies in Puerto Rico. Just and and your and sissies who have family there. Yes. We know this is right after Maria. Yes. Um, horrible. And uh, we're we're thinking about you. This is new sissies, so I'm sure that as we go along, there will be places where people can give or donate or whatever. So just. We ask you to be active, be vigilant, and look and give if you can. Um, what else is going on? Live shows. Live we're shows. We're on the road. We were just saying while Poodle was fixing I've ordered simple. costumes. <sighs> and we're in the process. It's true. But we were just saying how we're both so excited to go back on the road again. Mainly because we don't have to worry about a polar bomb. <laughs> but we're very excited to see y'all again. It's been too long, sissies. Uh, it's been about a month and a half. Well... <laughs> Feels like a long time to me. I think it's been like two months. This is pretty much going to be it. There might be a show here or there, but y'all, this is going to be it's it. It's definitely like, it for the year. You East Coast and Southern people, and like, we ain't coming back to you till probably fall, fall. of next year. Like there, so. there may be some one-offs in, like we mentioned, we mentioned possible Vegas yeah. uh, dates in 2023. But, but um, you've got it. Sissy Brandon messaged me and said, "Motherfucker, I'm gonna have to. I have to. I teach an Equinox class that night because he teaches bike." <laughs> and he said, "Tuesday night's my busiest night in New York City, and I had to get a sub to come to your show, bitch." And I was like, "Hey, y'all, I'm just trying to thrive." If we're if we're we don't, we could only we don't we yes we try to get certain nights, but in a city like New York and in and in uh, October. Otherwise known as Rocktober, when everyone's going to shows. Yeah. We're doing our best. We get the nights so, that we can get yeah, Because remember, we're little pissants. Yeah. Like, we don't get big. You stuff. said pissant. Pissants. I said pissants. Like a peons. Piss- oh, I combined peon and pissants. That's what I did. You don't have to tell me what you did. I know <laughs> what you did. I just told you what you did. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Everclear uh, or Evernessence, whatever. Ever, you said Evernessence. <laughs> so anyway, y'all. People, people, I don't think we're really coming for you hardly because they know that either you had some type of brain. Probably, that's uh, Malfunction. Um, probably. Yeah. But Something I say that, that needs work. Well, I bring this up because 
We actually appreciate that a lot of you are moving your schedules around and doing things. We do very much so. So we appreciate that. And I just want to say that if you think, oh, I'm not there on a Tuesday or a Thursday, I'm going to wait till they come back in a couple of months on a weekend. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So it's a year. The next time it's going to be fall. Yeah. So this is it. And uh, we're excited to get on the road again. So if you think we're threatening you, if you don't, we are a little bit. not gonna happen until next fall and i don't want to hear it <laughs> people people would say when are you gonna come to the pacific northwest we did <laughs> we did because that was the only area of the country where implement weather didn't sabotage our that's shows. true it did rain but, but it's the normal. pacific northwest it always rains but um uh anyway. so and i know some of you have found us after we toured that sucks but um, well, yeah, but I, I promise we're doing what we can. So, yes, the doublet tour. We're excited. Chicago. We'll see you in about a week and a half. Yeah. The the 29th, 29th. Of oh, September. that just made you a little nervous. It did. did. did I, you know, when my up. voice goes up and I think about all the things I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> my anxiety grabs my neck and squeezes it and not in a sexual way. No. In a way of, I can't breathe. You need to do that. It's fine. We've got plenty of time. No, I have a, I have a timeline on what I need. And yes. I think everything will, everything should be fine. This is a venue we've been to before. It's true. This is Lincoln Hall, um, which, we, which we've been to before. We've so been I don't before. have to worry about people not knowing what the fuck they're doing. No, that venue was wonderful. Um, also, we forgot to talk about this on part one, but y'all, the single life is back. Oh, the single life is back. If I had the money... I would just pay a camera crew to follow Natalie around and record everything she said. Oh, it's so her Tracy is giving or Tracy Tanya is giving us Tania vibes, but we still decided to call her (laughs) Tanya. Like it's, Oh, she she, is going to make so many bad decisions. She's going to make bad decisions. Caesar is just Caesar. He's going to go to the, Go to Ukraine in the middle of the war. Fuck geopolitics. But he wants his happy. <laughs> Y'all, it is, oh, Debbie. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. It's so, and so good. We still haven't seen, I think we're probably going to see uh, tomorrow, we're recording this on Sunday, probably going to see Tiffany and Veronica soon. Yes, shoulders and Veronica. So it's good. Um, anyway, that's all on the free feed, but. Love is blind, y'all. Love is blind. Love, Love is, is blind. blind. Season three, been good to us. Oh yeah, season three, October nineteenth, the Big D. Season three in the Big D, Dallas. If you don't know, that's a Big D. I think most people do, but with us, you could think it's about dick. That's true. That's a, that's I, a fair comparison. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, but after the altar is out now, season of season two, three episodes. Also, y'all, where you just watch Mallory's face, um, and her eyes get bigger, especially when we meet Sal's at Sal's new girlfriend, Jesse. <laughs> just no. A sissy brought this up in the Patreon. I commented in the back, and I said, "I guess anyone with the name Jessica or a former that's not going to do well on this show. <laughs> not going to do well on this show. The trailer for season three looks great. Right, I saw it. it we couldn't. Even, we couldn't even see anybody though." No, but um, Netflix has been so wonderful and helpful to us that we're going to be able Thank to... Thank you, Netflix. Yes. Unlike 
other places we asked. Unlike uh, other networks. <laughs> Netflix emails us back. And so we're very excited that uh, we're going to be able to, uh, we want to try to create some event television. No, you did that wrong. I'm sorry. Event, event television. television. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> We discussed the way we, we were did. doing this. I forgot about the song. Event television. Boom, boom, boom. It always has to be in stereo. But we are planning that because Netflix is giving us a, a little preview of these episodes, we're going to be able to Love is Blind is going to drop Get on Get them Wednesday. a little early. And then literally, y'all, the next day, the next 12.01. Uh, yeah, at 12.01. We Thursday. We will be dropping all of our. So binge that Netflix show. I'm really bad at reading all these embargoes yeah. that they send us of things you can't say. But we will. What people know things get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll be the reason we get sued. You'll, it, you'll be, be the reason why we have to pay our attorney to be on every single shoot with us. <laughs> Emily, I just want you guys. I want to be honest. with Yeah, you guys. you'll be in the middle, and Emily just walks in and goes, "Nope, it's cut." This cut. is just me being authentic. Anyway. Thank you, or Netflix. me being drunk. We're excited. Um, Love is Blind. It looks, you said you what watched. What a great company. You said you saw a little bit and we're very excited. I, I have watched, watched the first episode of I Love is Blind. I have not watched it. Because we, uh, we have a Netflix media pass, which lets us know a little bit earlier. We get, because for reviewers, they let us have things early. Um, let me just say. Don't you give any. I won't. can't say anything. I won't. All you can say is if it's good. It's juicy. Okay, there's it. You can't say anymore because I'm scared of getting sued. I won't. Don't you say anymore. I won't. <sighs> All right. I'm very excited. Oh, good. I haven't seen it yet. I'm excited. Um, there are it? there are at least no one can. No. Fine. Save right. it. Say it. All right, everybody. Um, shall we? Are you getting a dick? No, I just got a text. You're watching says, intimate portrait. No, I just got a text that says, "How are you? Long time no see." And I'm gonna write, "I'm pregnant." <laughs> oh, I love fucking with those people, y'all. Oh, anytime you get a random text from a number you don't know, just say, "I'm pregnant." I totally pulled another one. I pretended I was Lindsay, and I said, "Hey, I'm trying to bail CJ out, but I don't have the money because I'm on parole. <laughs> Can you go bail him out?" And that was the quickest one that ended, and just said. Sorry, wrong number. The only problem is I think if you engage with them, you get on their list. But I'm already on their list. I'm getting a text message. True. Yo, I'm drinking because I have to say, we had an issue with... Um, and you got to be... God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with his neighbor. Upstairs neighbor. <laughs> I'm going to tell this to you. We had a... I need to tell her Instagram got hacked. We have a sissy who followed us on Instagram and then messaged me a message and said, Hey... Uh, did you get, um, because sometimes people, if you like an Instagram page, it'll connect to your phone number. So yeah. like you can get a text message or whatever. She said, I'm starting a new, like this, I'm starting to like a new, like, uh, I forgot what it was. Uh, this is riveting sending, already. It's, it's going to send you a text. And I went, this is this probably is not appropriate for a sissy to ask me this, but I just responded. I didn't get anything. So then like. But then it was weird. Then she would message me like other things like from our show, like actual from a real person. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute, maybe that's not. Anyway, this happened for like two weeks where she kept saying, did you get the text? And finally I was like, girl, you got to go on self-promotion Saturday. I don't have time for this. I appreciate it though. Good luck. Anyway, uh, 
it finally sent me a text. I finally got a text from some weird number, and I and I took a screen and I said, "This shit is spam. You're blocked." And I blocked them. But they good. Are, they are sneaky though, because it was threaded in personal messages. I don't answer anyone without a dick pic now. After you got your account hacked, mm-hmm. that was brutal because they <laughs> they pretended to be someone I knew, and it and it. So y'all, yeah, be if if don't have that two factor authentication authentication on your. Phone. It was bad because they had got me when I've been drinking a little bit, and I would been I had been dicked down. Oh, they're your comments. I I was at my I was at my most gizmo mogwai, just like when a python <laughs> is just eating a baby alligator. Yes, you can't move. I was quite satiated. Uh huh. And I, it was, I was very, very vulnerable. <laughs> That's not fair. You know, I'm sorry. That's why my Instagram got hacked. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Any other announcements? I think we're it, right? That's it. We've got a Broadway corner coming up this Yes. Week. There's a very important Broadway Better be corner. good. I guess it's a weekly thing now. I'd rally, I'd rather not hear your flagrant expectation of what I'm going to say. <sighs> All I'm just saying. Can we talk about Kim and Usman? Yes. You're running out of water. It's fine. I'll be good. All right. Oh, that dog needs water. <laughs> what was that What's from? That? I don't know. It was something about this is your girlfriend. It was something. That dog looks like it needs water. It was a guy portraying a woman. Uh, it was is a this long... a movie? No, some meme. Some fucking YouTube. Some straight <laughs> YouTuber made that was funny. I'm, ru- I'm ruining this. Yeah, but, <laughs> but at one point, the guy's like, "Oh, that dog looks like it needs water." <laughs> Someone will find so it and I post know. it in the Facebook group. I still think about. I think that dog needs water. Y'all leave us, uh, or <laughs> not leave us. Well, yeah, leave us a review. But follow us. We're really trying on our social media now, having a lot more memes. So follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And please. And Please. join our Facebook group, the Sissy Squad. It's a private Facebook. It's a fan group. We have fun in there. It's not ran by us really anymore, but we do have fun in there still. So yes. um, they're a good bunch of peeps. All right. Let's do this. I do not want to meet the second wife. <laughs> Dinner in a butcher. Uh, yes. That's Dinner um, in a that's one of the lost um that's one, that's one of the, the lost Arthur Miller plays. <laughs> Dinner in a butcher. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That but it ends it, the way all of them that end. made it sadder. Um, <laughs> wow, with the fight, it ends the, all the way they end with a third act fight. <laughs> this time, milkshake throw involved. Milkshakes throw involved. Tech um, people hate it. They have to clean up milkshakes every fucking night. Oh, okay. I gotta say, a milkshake is the worst thing you can throw. It's pretty bad because at least with alcohol, it evaporates. Also, sugar attracts dirt. You've got oh, it's sugar awful. all over your clothes. So I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. My milkshake brings all the fuck you. <laughs> so they're they're talk. They're basically they're they're talking about the second wife thing, and Kimberly's like, "We have to talk about it more." And Usman says, "Well, my friend's coming. He has several wives." I wanted to talk to you, and Usman says, "KB, yeah." And Usman says, in his, in his, "Not the toy store, not the toy store." I think they're closed. They are. I'm pretty sure. He says, "I Usman, used to love to go there." Oh, we never could go to toy. It was. It was only. I don't know if they had it, but we had to drive all the way to Oklahoma City or Dallas, so it was an hour and a half to kid, Toys R Us. What? Yeah, it was like a. Where would you go to the toy store? We didn't have Walmart. One. Walmart was it for us to go to the toy store. We didn't have an to- actual toy store. So the joy, you were 
you were t- you could only go to Walmart where capitalism jerks off. I mean, there was at Kerr and Revis, the drugstore in the back, they had like their children's section. No, this is so sad. <laughs> no, no, they had their children. Kerr and Revis is the drugstore. That's where I got my mother that necklace one time, but it hung on her neck. Funny, she said she didn't like and it, and she got hurt. rid of it. And I'm over it, I promise. And but uh. That they had, a, you know, I liked it. It was very Egyptian. I was really into we that. We need kid. to go past anyway, this. Doing my yeah. apartment in Art Deco now. And so, um, but Kern Revis had. You're welcome for all the ideas. You didn't give me any ideas. This is all Art Deco, you bitch. <laughs> Oh, I didn't get it from this. I got it from my neighbor down below said, I like to decorate in the building that it, the time it was uh, built in. I said, my building's built in 29. And she said, oh, well, that's a lot of Art Deco. And I said, I love Art Deco. She said, I don't think your building is Art Deco, though. 29, but the Art Deco, the building's not oh, so much, I but see. the period that was popular yeah. then, yeah. But my building is Art Deco. No, yeah, your building is way Art Deco. It's gorgeous. They painted all over these murals. It pisses me off. I know, they painted all the tile. I think you should pay someone to repaint it. Then I would never get my deposit back. You're not going to get it back anyway. That's fair. Have, you, have they seen your bedroom floor when you move out? <laughs> you're not going to get it. When I drop that lube all over. Oh, yes. It's, you're not getting it back. They're Luke. still slipping on that floor. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're not going to get it back. My dog ruined my floor. I'm not getting my saw. I might as well do whatever the fuck I want. But anyway, uh, what was I talking about? You waylaid me. Kerr and Revis. Kerr and Revis. And Remember so, when this is supposed to be a short episode? It's true. Eliza, I think, in the Sissy Squad posted about this, or someone did. They had those trains that everybody loves with the wooden yes. tracks. Yes. That's what I was obsessed with, and I always wanted those trains, and I never got any because I was told they were too expensive. Oh! And a part of me this day, if I ever have like an office or like a den, I just kind of want to have a little train set like that. So you would be soothing the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Don't buy me one now. It doesn't go in an Art Deco theme, y'all. It's interesting. I really just only want to talk about toy stores, and we stumbled (laughs) into that. You asked. Asked and answered. Yeah. We have to move on. Yeah. I don't even know what my point was. <laughs> <laughs> That's gone out the window. Uh, so his friend comes up and, and basically Usman says, it's very important for me to have a child. But she's like, I'm the first wife, right? I'm the first wife. And this idea that he... I object with the idea that she said, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. She takes what she wants to hear. Yeah. And rewrites it in her head. Yeah. Even if he doesn't agree. And also, he knows that she does that, unfortunately. No, again, no one's innocent in this, but yes, she, yes, for sure. Go Mm -hmm. ahead. So, he, the guy, KB, is basically saying, no, you don't, you're not going to. Uh, the first wife is the first wife. The second wife is the second wife. And you treat them equally. Or you at least hide it if you prefer one yeah. over the other. And she's like, that's not what you told me. That's not what you told me. Which the first wife gets all the love. All it's, the love. It turns into. So the second wife, y'all, is just a baby receptacle. In that's, her, how she, that's what she thinks of it. It's, which is awful. It, and it is, let's not, let's it's not horrible. mince words here. That's shitty to want to do that to another person to say that person gets no love. And she is she's seeing Usman as someone who can just knock up a woman without any emotional attachment. And she would just be his baby mama. So she would be the first wife and she would be 
over that woman. Yes, because KB it's very says, colonial. It is. It's awful. Yes, it feels very. KB even says, and the li- wives live together. Oh no. I'm not gonna live. <laughs> she with doesn't her. even want to meet the wife doesn't or w- the children. And so that's where I go. When the fact that she doesn't want to meet his children, I went, "This is you don't love you him. Love. You don't." I have to say, if you love someone, I would want to know half of the person I'm with. Well, it's because it's it's about ownership for her. It, it, it honestly, it is. was pretty. It is in this episode. It was really. It was because pre- yes, he doesn't tell her the whole story. So is she right when he says you didn't tell me this? I'm team Usman. She's right. She, I'm kind of their team both terrible. But she's right. He didn't tell her this. But he also didn't not tell her this. But right. you're, you hit it on the head. She fills in the story with what she wants. Yep. And like you said, he lets her do this. So I think really they both are at fault. I think in a way it's kind of – he does, I would say, gaslight her in that way. Where he feels – where she has these big overreactions. He's like, this is not what I – and it kind of is – I gave you a false sense of security. Yeah. But well, her re- but just that aside, the fact that she doesn't want to even know her fa- her her husband's children, it's it's all that's really gross. weird colonial thought of you go do what you want to do in Africa. You go do all that savage stuff. That you that Africans do, uh huh, and you do all your African things, and I'll be in San Diego doing my American white thing, yeah. And you, and I will you s- make children all you want, but you come back to me, and and so I don't have to get sully with that. And that's I, what it feels like. It does, me. and I don't even think she probably knows the undertone of that. Oh, I I th- like she doesn't get like the. Because you just brought out, you were talking about racial undertones in that. I don't think she gets that aspect. I think, but I, so maybe she gets the little, the part of the colonial, like as far as the buying things. I think she gets that part. Yeah. It, I, she might not get it, but. I don't mean as an excuse. No, no, no. She 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 might not not get it, it, but I mean, she's so complicit in it. That yeah, she'll never understand. She's it. so wrapped in it. Yeah, yeah, but it still needs to be called out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's one of the prob. It's one of the things why I want to so much to see her as a clown, and life is so much easier when I can see her as a clown. But she says shit like this, and I'm like, fuck you. It's pretty. Oh. It's. When she said that, I just thought I because KB says you could bring over some of the children, uh, your children to the no, U.S. No, I don't like, want to meet them. And I just went. She keeps. She says later. She talks about. I've been compromising. I've compromised so much. And I went. You really haven't. What she? The only honestly, thing, they both the really haven't compromised. The only thing she's compromised on is the second wife, but it's only according to her exact specification. So wait, so you want to, you're going to honor what you said, his culture, but you want nothing cultural about it. Exactly. You just want that one little piece, but to, that's like saying, hey, you, I don't know, like you're you're Jewish and you marry well, someone who's. Who's indigenous and they have a different religion than you, and you say, "Okay, to my, you can do one part of this ceremony, but you can't do the rest of this very yeah. important ceremony." She, she compromised out of desperation because oh, yeah. she knew the that he 
that the mom, she was basically being savvy at this point. The well, she mom, knew he would leave her. The mom is not going to, his mom is not going to let him marry her unless there's a guarantee that he can have children. Yeah. And if that is the only way, she will act like she's allowing it. Mm-hmm. But y'all, we all know Miss Kimbali is not going to be okay being a sister wife. No. She, her version of being a sister wife is being the only one in America, and the other one is in some African city that she doesn't even know how to pronounce. Yeah. And that's the only... And the, that's how she can – she's basically mentally arranging it so she's still the only one wife. And he can have his own customs because it's African. It, and it's and very the, othering to me. It, but and then, and then on the flip side too, Usman says after the fight she runs off, he's like, she knows that I think a woman should be submissive. And I went, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. You know her and you know she's an American well, woman. And he's a con artist. And he's a con so and, like And yeah. So that's why I don't, He's even conning his friend. <laughs> that's why I don't I'm not team who's like I don't feel sorry for they're both getting what they deserve at this point. No, you're I right. Think. Yeah. It, 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 and they're both being terrible to one another. Yep. The basically And I will happily watch it. <laughs> because <laughs> because they're both such fools. And they're it's at, entertaining. At the the day. Yeah, they're both such and fools. And know that <clears throat> when she leaves she uh, I am not a show pony. Did you notice did I am you, not a show did pony? Did you notice her deep breathing? Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point she did not have to she could have just left, but some part of her said, I have to make this good TV, so I'm gonna throw and slap this drink. And that's when I went, that makes you extra shitty. It was gross. Because, yeah. He was wearing a very nice, like, yeah. garment. Like, it's just, it's shitty. It's shitty, He shitty, was shitty. talking very disrespectful. Very disrespectful to me. Dude, we're, well. So, at- you know my problem with disrespectful. I went all, I always have a problem. Because disrespectful always means something else. It does. It never means what you mean it to mean. I know, it's true. Ugh. I, uh. We're on episode four. I think, are they the only one that's not married? No, Ed and Liz. Well, we, we don't, don't cover them. Um, anybody else? I Everyone else is married. So do you think Kim and Uzman will get married? I think it might end this season. I think they might get married. Oh, God. Because I, I, I also could see that, though. I think more than anything, they both want to be on this show. Yeah, she wants to be on the show. Oh. And they're gonna they're come on. They're like I I haven't looked, but I bet the ratings for this this happily ever after cuz it's been good. I will I bet say the ratings were good and they're getting talked about. This is the best hey in 2 years. Yeah. So they're getting the, they're going to be back. Because with the addition of with decent storylines for Libby and Andre so far, this storyline Jenny and Summit going the Kama Sutra route. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I won't do it. It grosses you out. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I'm uh, everybody else. I could kind of take or leave. Well, we don't like Ed. No. But Ed is a big draw for this show. A lot of people <sighs> like him and watch him. So Ed, the same for Angela. Like him or not, that they are. So. Anyway, I think they're going to be around for a while. So I think, gonna, I think they're going to get married. 
So kind of here for it because it's just a Usman's basically saying watch. things like, you know, I'm glad she showed me who she was because I'm going to send her back to the States tomorrow. This is all for his friend, you guys, because the next moment he's looking for her to apologize. He is. He is. And that's why I find the character of Usman so interesting because he's such a con. He is someone else to everyone in his life. He's a con, yeah. He is remarkable in that's that That's why, he, because he's talented, he's a good performer. Because a good performer makes you feel like you're the only person in the room. And the, when the camera loves him, every time he does solo stuff for the camera, he's a performer. Yeah. I would watch Usman in anything. Soja Boy. Soja Boy. Zara, you got me twisted. I know, he writes bops. Um, so they're in the... The bedroom, basically, and she's just like... I They've gone back. Yeah. yeah. I wish I would never come here. And they're kind of... It's a lot of, honestly, their fight is just a lot of, I'm right, you're right, you're wrong. It's the no, same I'm beat right, over and wrong. over again. He's saying, I sacrifice more than you. No, and, I, they both... Honestly, I think they both have sacrificed not much. One thing he says, and if it was coming from anybody else, I think it would make a big deal. It's like, we had sex. Do you realize how culturally inappropriate oh. that is? I was like... Girl, oh, what we a know, we know mm, you've had sex. What without, a compromise outside of marriage. Yeah, what a compromise. But, but it's interesting to hear him point out things like that. Well, that, that's it. He uses his. I will say, I wonder. It reminds me of like some. Like sometimes I know growing up Catholic, I remember I had a couple of friends that were like not practicing. You probably had this in, hardly not Catholic acting at all, and then they like got engaged or married in their yeah like their switch flips like everybody has to be so Catholic mm-hmm. that they get married to, and it almost is like it's a, called appearances, darling. And it and mm-hmm. so for Us, I I'm he, he can come at me, but I don't see Usman as being someone that is that faithful or, no. or needing to adhere to that. This is this is grandstanding. It it remi- and both of them are doing it. Yeah, it reminds me. Yeah, that's exactly what you're grandstanding. Um, basically, they're fighting. She leaves, and she goes to leave, and he chases her. Chases, goes after, and her. then it's next week. We're gonna find out a lot more, hopefully. Um, shall we move on to God? The darkest segments uh, uh, that happily ever after has ever had, y'all. Grab yourselves a drink or a doobie, whatever you need to. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with Bilal and Shida. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? 
by the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why would I run to the plague? 
And when I say plague, I mean the plague is having a child. Too, I, too soon. <laughs> too soon. But I'm a good person. Yeah. Because I talk like that. Literally, we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> and you're making your, not a plague, but a pandemic. And that's what he compares to having a child to. That just expresses the the lack of empathy this person has. Let's say this now, and because I, I want to be fully oh, no. clear on this. Oh no! But You're there is a poodle no proclamation. Where's way, my trumpet? There is no way in hell Bilal wants another child. No. And I feel like Shida is the last person on earth who doesn't know that, and it is extremely sad. Yeah. Um, if you still think Bilal wants another child and he's just putting Shida off, you're a Carl's wife and you need to think about that. <laughs> he did, yeah, he doesn't want a kid. Carl! Carl! Are you sure? <laughs> Carl, I think they're, yeah, I think he wants to be a dad. <laughs> Shoot her. Go give me that baby rattle. I'm going to send it to him. <laughs> I got a cousin in Kansas City. I bet she knows him. Um, now... The other y'all, they're shopping. Bilal and Shida are shopping, and decor said, shopping. She said, "We decided to start with a clean slate after I apologized for nothing." Oh. Remember, she apologized for doing nothing wrong. Oh. But she apologized. This is like sequel, the third and fourth sequel to Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah, they're just giving it to us. Get ready; it's going to be a lot of them. God, every time. Do you find you watch their segments with a pit in your stomach? I, I just. It's almost like every time I watch, I'm thinking, how much more can he do to her? I actually watch, and it, 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 I feel very voyeuristic when I watch their segments, only because it's, I'm a bit, it makes me sick. But I, I actually, I don't like to use the word enjoy, but I have to watch their segments because I feel like, no, I get what you're saying. When you talk about like true crime, you like, you have to know what happened. And I tell you, like, I don't, for me, like I have to know how people can be treated this way and they see it. And well, I get, I understand that for me it is, but I understand why you literally have a physical reaction. I think the problem is it's different than true crime because the camera is on his side. No. That's what's different, um, because it's not on her side at all. It does feel like that the yeah, it does feel like that they want to give Bilal a good edit. They're trying but it to shows it, you how gross he is. That yeah, they can't give him a good edit, but they're at least trying to give him equal time. And that's the thing about you know when I watch stuff like true crime, the Army Hammer stuff, I'm trying to expose myself to it because it's in an a lot of times it's in an unobjective lens. Or trying to be objective, these kind of lenses aren't objective at all, and so that's why I have a problem. If they would just show Bilal as he was, and he can't even perform in that, because you think about it, Hay's different. Hay in the other way can be a little different, but Ninety Day Fiance normally is shot and kind of edited from the American's perspective. It definitely is, because that's the point of it. The American is bringing that person over, yeah, and so. And that's better for their audience. Yeah, we're they're, American. They're American, so that's the POV. But yet, nobody could relate to Bilal. No one in that first season, and still now, it's no all Shida who we relate to. And it's so interesting why they chose to put them on Happily Ever After, which I consider 
ju- as a complete, just a diversity throw. They're like, oh, look, I it's think our so, first black Muslim couple. Tough, perfect. Yeah. Without any type of forethought. I agree. Oh, makes me but sick. what I don't even think maybe they do, but I don't think what they even realize is that I hope. I mean, we have we've had some people that this storyline has changed. Oh, their totally. Because they, they see this in their relationship. No, I think people are getting need to watch this. I get sick when I watch it, though. Yeah. And uh, so I just want to I would just want to say if you if you're like me. See if you can resist the urge not to fast forward through these segments because they might be telling you something you need to see. If you don't, I promise y'all, if you don't have a friend who is spoken to this way, or if you're not spoken to this way, you have a friend who I is. I guarantee you. It is much more rampant than we think. That's why we all need to think about killing our husbands. <laughs> Edit that out, Christina. And you God, know what? I'm going to go to law school and I'll defend you. The def- the opinions of Jake Anthony are not the opinions <laughs> of reality. That's gay. why women who kill their husbands and are proven to an <sighs> abuse uh, should not have to go to jail. Wow. Because the men are always guilty. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on. Um, okay. First of all, I want to say. Y'all, they're in the wrong store because they're not the wrong store, but they're at this store. Do not buy a pillow for two hundred and fifty. No, I don't know why they're there. When he said that backgammon set was like eight hundred dollars or something. This is shit. not home goods. This is not a home store yeah. you want to go to. This is not buy cost plus shit. world market. I'm not saying they can't afford. I'm just saying for anyone. I don't care if you're. I don't care unless you're fucking Oprah. You don't need to spend two hundred and fifty dollars on a pillow. It's a lot of money. I. Unless I was I, Steve I Jobs, I could do that. I bought these pillows from Joybird, and uh-huh. I loved them. It sounds like you say Jaybird. <laughs> Joybird. Jaybird. But you can this see them. This is not an ad for Joybird. I loved we're them. We're showing these on the Intimate Portrait. That's okay. You're right here. We're putting a piddle, pillow right here in and your I, And I... Uh, you like a little bit of stop my... Stop it! My you oily bothering feathers you promise. You promised me you would stop that. Uh, okay. Um, but my thing was, each pillow was $58. That's... And I had a real problem with that. That's a lot for a pillow, but that's also a normal price. How much are Craig's pillows? They're more than that. They have to be. But, y'all, I I had a dark night of the soul thinking about these pillows and buying and spending them. But I, I was raised by a mother who grew up with nothing. So that, for me, is a lot of money to spend on a pillow. Um, but... I love them, and I finally just went, I love these pillows. I'm going to get them. There you go. Yeah. That, um, speaking of, that made me think of pillows. Um, Check out joybird.com. Possibly a new sponsor. Possibly. Um, we, yes, you better. We have seen the video of Shep talking. At least I saw it. Did you see the yes. video of Shep talking about uh, uh, Craig's, Craig's uh, Austin's, ass. Austin's ass? Yeah, that that's... Shep loves to go that way. He did stare at it, kind of like we're talking about Southern Charm, y'all. He's not gay at all. We don't. Let's we are not split. even watching the show anymore. So if there's an update or if two men kiss, please let us know. I love that. Oh God, I wish I could see it because it made me laugh so fucking hard. A sissy who messaged me the video. The no, you're a ten and seven. Yeah. What did you think about him seeing his butt? What did you? I mean, I cut you off. What did you think? Um, 
I think Austin's butt is quite voluminous. It was pretty meaty, wasn't it? Yeah. He'd be a good bottom. He would. Yes. Yeah, but he's not because he's, he Craig, cause he cause Craig, nice the, Craig the bottom. He Austin's nice, the top. Smooth, smooth Austin asshole. is definitely the top. Austin has he has a decent dick. He does. I asked. I asked. Austin. Austin is a top. We're Craig's not covering bottom. Ben and Ronnie from Crappens are still covering it. So if you want to listen to stuff, but uh, Sissy, I would highly recommend watch what Crappens. I asked Sissy Beth. For I said, um, "Is there anything interesting happening?" She said, "It's mostly Shep being shitty to Taylor, Craig being awkward around Naomi, dog weddings, and John Pringle is missing." Oh, and Pringle. I just howled like a. I was Pringle. Pringle's missing, y'all. We don't care. Yeah, dog weddings. Uh, he is awful to Taylor. Shep, Shep. Well, they're broken just, up. Shep has gotten, boy, the you saw. How does someone <sighs> become a Thomas Ravenel? Well, I think I shouldn't are, compare I think, him to that. That's I think terrible. there are a lot of ways. Unfortunately, um, you because his uh, Twitter is wonderful. Your lover, it is. It's true. The level of entitlement grows and grows it's and time, grows. Yes, he's not a predator. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't no. compare him to Ravenel. But I meant like the the classism. But. He's been so awful on the show, and I think I think he was experiencing a lot of bitterness before he was with Taylor. That's not gone. He's still got it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, y'all, they anyway, are wrong storm. They are in the and of course she walks into the <gasps> of the baby store. Baby store. She's also talking to every single store clerk because Shida has no friends, y'all. <laughs> She's all like. Yeah, he won't let me pick out anything. He doesn't want to have a baby yet because he already has his own kids. So and I'm like, clock. and the store clerks are just going, okay. He's like, step away, Shida. That's it. he. He is acting like we would in uh, in a room plastered full of pictures of vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> It's like where we get our hair cut. Yes. Have you ever gone to the bathroom there? Oh, yes. It's just titties. Yeah. And then the only thing is that I can see a men's dick going in a vagina. I'm kind of into it because I love to be in that environment. And I'm like, it, it like makes me remember what it's like to be around all heterosexual men. Yeah, I think you like kind that of feeling it. a lot. I'm kind of into it. You've, had, you've been, <laughs> oddly enough, in a room around... Heterosexual men a lot, <laughs> usually in a circle. Yeah, I could bring some of them across the line, but they just keep, keep moving, moving the, the line. line. <laughs> that is a good song. Remember on that show, I still have this. God, we have this KDD idea today. that I can do a smash podcast. I love- I would get our friend Liz to do it with me. Oh. Oh yeah, 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 y'all, y'all, y'all could do that. It, it, somebody did it, right? Somebody had. To They've do it. had to have. You'll do it better. Oh, I quite think you're right. <laughs> Glad you're humble. <laughs> Glad you're humble. Hey, I know my worth. Uh, then why do you charge five dollars on Pickle Finder? Oh, actually, that's your worth. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know why? I don't want to get. I, I I don't I don't want to get too highfalutin. That's, That's true. Or you're like Walmart and everyone's been inside you. <laughs> <laughs> There's even Thanks. a greeter. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh, quiet. <laughs> um, so, y'all, I wrote down, he doesn't want any more kids. No. What I wrote down here is, why don't 
there's no con there's no conversation about him just saying can we freeze your eggs and he pays for it that would help her anxiety so much. Well, she just brings up the fact. She says, can we go to the doctor and uh, can we I, go to the doctor? I have a tenfold hat theory about this. Well, she says, can we go to the doctor and just get some information about how easy it is for me to have, to have, to have eggs, to have children? And he kind of like, oh, why do we got to do that now and all this shit? Do you so know what it is? Agrees. What's your tenfold hat? He said a vasectomy and didn't tell her. You think? I thought it last season. If he, I, I think you said it actually. Yeah. I think he said a vasectomy and didn't tell her. I don't know. That would be pretty scandalous if he did. I agree. But would you put it? Would you put it past him? Yeah, because Shida is totally the type. If she is on birth control. I don't know if they can. I don't know if it can cult religion can they take birth control or not. I don't know. But if she, I can totally see her being like, "Yeah, I'm not going to have. The, I'm just going. We're just going to leave it up to to God." Well, he said. God she said. She said they haven't been trying, which tells me either she's on birth control or they're doing a pullout method at least. Yeah. So. Um, but y'all, she says she wants to go. I to don't the- understand how that works. I really know nothing about straight sex. Well, you don't – they pull out before they come in you. Yeah, but there's still other – There are fluids. You can get pregnant by pre-cum. Don't say the word cum. It sounds gross when you say it because <laughs> you, you said it so much. Cum. Yeah, you kind of say – you can't say the word without saying it sexually. Cum. <laughs> Like a Gary Busey voice like you can't, that I reserve for Shane from <laughs> Love, Love and Blind. I'm fine with that Don't word. Don't get shot in the eye like a werewolf. And I've had friends say, yeah, he came in my eye or whatever. But the way you said, there's just a tension. Come. It's like when you say it, you always want it. Like my mouth starts to water. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, you know what? I can see your point. <laughs> Come. <laughs> no, I don't remember my point. It doesn't matter. They're going to go to a baby doctor. He finally relented at that. Maybe. Because so, he goes to uh, talk to his he mom. He goes to talk to his mom at the food pantry. Again, and it's so appearances with Bilal, y'all. He's going to show at the food pantry to, to show help people who good, are less fortunate. He's, he's such a good, good son person. And a good Muslim. I'm such a good person, y'all. His appearance, it's everything. Yet, have we ever seen him work? Can we get a group of people to kill him? Hey, these sis, like I said, these sis, sissies are starting to come out with us with some information. I don't know if we're going to wait till the end of the season or like, what, but Sissy Mary's on the case. He deserves it. Like, y'all, let's let's get together. Uh, let's find a way. So much that a sissy Venmoed me money to <laughs> to pay for court documents, and I said, "Don't send me money for this. I can I can do this as a tax write off." She's like, "It's worth it." I just don't send me money, y'all. Please don't. That don't do that. I want to expose him before before we murder him. I want to expose him to the world for what a fraud he is. I don't want him to be murdered because I want him to be exposed oh, I and I want him to live with it. Oh, that's almost worse. Yeah. I'd still like to see him squirm. <sighs> no one should treat people like that. No, I agree. Yeah. I don't think. He talks to his mom, and nothing really comes of it, basically. I absolutely cannot have a child right now. Well, he just said, 
it's almost like she's trying to dupe me into a child now. And I went, what? Like, she's been the, very clear about this. The thing about it is, though, there there's only two and a half years before she's 40. So they either need to start now or start in, like, eight months. Well, his mom said, I guess, in the agreement. I would love to read this agreement. Um, it's non-binding, though. But the agreement says that they would wait a little bit before they had kids, I guess. Right. But I bet you there's not a certain time frame. Well, the thing about it is it's non-binding because she said the the prenup says that we would try to start getting pregnant. Yeah. So. God, I don't want to read this prenup. It's that kind of idea. There's no legalese for you got to put it in her gooch. For uh, well, seven times a week, not seven, but yes, that, but probably actively trying to procreate a child with the but hope of getting is, pregnant by March of twenty twenty three. Is that? But that's not legally enforceable. No. Yeah, um, I don't think so. But come at us, lawyer sissies. Um, and even the mom asks, maybe she thinks you're stringing her along. That's exactly what she thinks. If you keep putting her off, yeah. Bilal, well, no, I hope she would not after everything I've shown her about me. And I went, that's exactly why she thinks she would be stringing her along. Yep. Um, that's all I got. All right, let's talk about Michael. Well, no, before we do that, it's time for Poodle's Broadway Corner. <laughs> this involves you and I this week. What do you mean? Um, we need to apologize. What? What did I? I didn't do anything. Oh yes, you it's did. It's your Broadway corner. I need to apologize for murdering Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I did that too. <laughs> I did that uh, too. Phantom of the Opera running on Broadway for thirty-five years. Thirty-five years. Yeah, that was a gateway up. show for us. It was my I, first Broadway show. It or no? Was, yes, it was what got me into Same. that. Phantom of the Opera CD or tape, listening to my car in the car with Aunt Jane. I can remember driving to lunch at Fats Cafe and listening wow. to the Phantom of the Opera tape in her tape deck and singing Music of the Night. Uh, on that same mixtape was Jekyll and Hyde. Whoa. It's almost like that made me gay. Wow. Wait, did you create the mixtape or did Aunt Jane have it for you? I think she made it for me. Aunt Jane wanted you to be gay. She did. She didn't know it, but she did. Does she support you now? She does. Oh, that's wonderful. Even though her son is like super... Yeah. Yeah. I want to meet Aunt Jane. She's wonderful. I think that'd be... When are you going to take me home to Pickens? Never. <laughs> I don't know. We'll go to we'll go to Pickens after we go to Oklahoma. I am going to Oklahoma Pride. They're doing Art Southern Oklahoma Pride, and I'm emceeing it. This is away. my corner. Oh, October twenty second. Anyway, go ahead. It is your corner. It's our show, uh, y'all. We, we totally killed that show. We sang about uh, Phantom of the Opera for Christine Phantom of Tampa uh, on U on UK Phantom of Tampa and oh, and the yeah. UK thing with Christine Diane. We've been doing Phantom stuff for a long for stick for a long time, and we finally murdered Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera closed this week on Broadway after thirty five years. Unfortunately, they're probably going to open it again in a reduced orchestration. One of the few shows running on Broadway with full orchestration, full orchestra, 
and full cast, and they're probably going to reopen it again with like nine people and 11 instruments, which is kind of sad. But how could you do Phantom with nine people? Oh, they'll find a way. That would be shitty. Because that's kind of what's beautiful about Phantom is a spectacle. Honey, people will. They will. No, they will. They will. They will. They will. It's all money. It's all that money. But um, that's it for the Broadway Corner. That's all I had. Now, don't you regret it. (laughs) Don't you regret shaming me? No. Do you ever Um, regret shaming me? No, because you always deserve it. (laughs) Speaking of shaming, let's get to it. Let's talk about Michael and Angela, Um, y'all. One of the things I want to talk about is that Michael's normal abusive relationship with... Sorry, Angela's normal abusive relationship with Michael is different this season. And it always feels like it it used to feel like when she would call him, it was all about power... And she would yell at him and talk down to him. Now that's there. But there is an element of desperation and fear that I've never seen before. And he's taking... Like who will love me. Yeah. And he's taking a completely different tack. Because he's like, I'm on Instagram. Deal with it, bitch. Because I think she... Yeah, I think she probably thought, once I'm skinny... Yeah. Then I'll be attractive. And then there'll be nothing keeping... Except for her age, she said, but then, like, because she probably probably felt like Michael would cheat on me. He accepted the BJ, all of that kind of stuff, because Mm -hmm. I'm a big woman. Yeah. And now that that's gone, she expected. She's confused. She's confused. She thought that. And a lot of people go through that. They think, oh, if I'm, um, if I lose weight and I'm, quote, hot, then my problems will go away and people will love me more. Right. That's so far from but the what's, truth. But I, I encourage everybody to look at this. There's a difference here because it's all now based in fear. And you see her have an idea of her own mortality. And it's different than the her Because she feels like she's also – she feels like she's running out of time. Yeah. So it's fear of being loved, but fear of just honestly – and I get it. Her mom – I know she works on it, but her mom just died like a year yep. ago. I know that put a lot of – with my father dying, that put a lot of just, I don't want to wait to do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like, it just, I want to travel more. We can do, I let's can do go a- kill below. <laughs> no, <laughs> edit that out, Christine. <laughs> I am not going to Kansas City with you ever now. <laughs> Ruin that. We would do it kind of painlessly. No. No. Although some people don't want us to. I have my own list of people I have to attend to first. <sighs> Unlike you, I don't say them aloud. Well, that's true. I do Might say be them a aloud. better tactic. I say them aloud way too much. Don't come at us if you want me to help. Come with me to kill below. <laughs> no, please don't. You're going to post it on Facebook. Our group will get shut down. Christina, just take it out. <laughs> um. So y'all... Meemaw's riding bikes with the grandkids, and they're saying, when's Michael going to come? She's like, oh, fuck. Now, see, this is what they do that's, I think, smart with a- with Angela, is that they, it's like the way they, Angela seems not human. She's either, she just seems like angry Hulk, whatever. Yeah. This off character. Pure anger. Pure anger. But then you see her with the and you realize she is the, kind of center of her family she's kind of like 
she is not only she's paid for these kids, she's taking care of these kids. Yeah. Yes. Y'all, Angela's, these are Scotty and Skyla's kids. Angela's not driving around a Mercedes. No. Have we seen her car? She's driving just like a Nissan, like a normal car, like we like probably because I bet a lot of her money goes to take care of her family. Yeah. So I'm not saying that to like to defend her. I'm just saying that like it's um, it almost makes me more sad that she's so. Again, and not into defense, she treats Michael horribly, but it's like this person who can't get away from their own demons. And what's weird is you sense that every time she talks to him, that she can feel him slipping away, and it is so it's she gets more and more desperate, and fear fear takes over every single time. And it's different in the past because she calls him and she's going to wish happy birthday, wish him happy birthday. And it's so cold and like even between him and her. And I think Michael has the upper hand more than we've ever seen him have because he says, you know, he's like, I have to stay home because I don't have any cash to go out. And she's like, and why don't when you brought and she's like, and why don't you, Michael? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, I, because you're an idiot. And this is awful. This is awful when she calls awful him an idiot. Awful and controlling with money. Yeah. It is. It, it, it's awful. And what's interesting, though, is he basically says he normally would say, Angie, Angie, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I'm not taking down my Instagram. Which That's new. Because he says she has an Instagram. Everyone in the world has an Instagram. Yeah. Why should I be? That's Thank fair. you, Michael. Thank you. He should be. Up. Now, that said. He only, I looked up today, if it says it's his official Instagram, he only has four pictures and 1,300 followers. <laughs> so it's not like he's very active on this, or maybe he stopped it again, or maybe he keeps it. Yeah. But it, it is gross yeah. that she feels like she needs to control his Instagram, and it really isn't, thank God, I did not expect, because y'all, it happens what always happens. She yells at Michael, she turns the phone off, she walks he away. He calls her back. He we see, mainly, I screenshotted this. I don't know if I'm going to make a meme of it or not. i got to think about it. But you just see, like Stacy, it's even worse. You just see that pony horse hair that's on her head. Y'all, it looks good in the front, not so much in the back. Not so much in the back. It kind of splits open, and you just see that her own hair is a completely different color and just fried on the end. Yeah. She doesn't looks, look good. She does not look good. It does not look good. I wish she'd get rid of this pony, but... When she walks away, but we see later, Skyla fucking reads her for filth. Yep. For she, which is the first time we've ever seen that. Yes, because Norma Skyla is always like Michael's taking advantage. But y'all, they're going to eat. First of all, take me to Barbara Dean's. Barbara Dean's, y'all. This is a Southern buffet restaurant. This reminds me of that restaurant we used to go to. When uh, what was it called? It was in Wilson. Um, you're acting like I'm gonna know what it is. Oh God! Oh, they, like you—you're looking at me to volunteer information, random. and I go. It was just a—they would have a Sunday buffet. And we no, go this after church. This it is like so old country good. buffet. Oh, is Barbara Dean's a chain, or is this an actual just so? Again, you're right? acting. Like I well, know. no, I, I thought maybe there'd be one by you. No, there's. You've not. never been to a bar. We have we have cafeterias, but we've all been to a quote Barbara Dean's. Yeah. Did it did it make you a little miss at home like seeing that buffet and seeing like the ranch pitchers? I the a little the bit. Pitcher? I find buffets generally gross. I know, but when they're eating the food and Angel says, "All right, now pick out something healthy," and I went, "What is there?" 
You know what? Strangely enough, salad is the healthiest thing on there, even drenched in ranch dressing. Drenched in ranch ranch dressing, yeah. yes. Um, but you was, know they had warm rolls at Barbara Dean, Dean's. It made trigger to I food think separately. We need, I, I got I hungry. I think we need to move on. Do you think there was a hot buffet with fried okra? Uh, for sure. There's definitely fried oh. okra. Ooh. You're triggering sissy's food issues right now. I'm just hungry. Um, so it, Skyla's there with the kids, and Angela's was like, uh, Sydney, do you like cucumbers? And she's like, I'm going to replace them with your ice cream. And it, it's a funny thing of, of Sydney's like, I will eat, like eat my ice cream. Uh, and it's funny earlier, by the way, when her little younger, that she's teaching her kid how to ride a bike. And and she says, what did Angela say? She's like, well, Michael is, uh, he's trying to aggravate your meemaw. And her kids are all like descendants of Honey Boo Boo because they all know how to put their hand on their yeah. head. They all, and they've seen her do it so many times. That's not good for meemaw. And so anyway, she's talking to Skyla. She's like, I did all this to look sexy for him. And he never says anything about that, my body. That broke my heart a little bit because I went, you should have done all this for you. Yep. Y'all, I'm a big proponent of plastic surgery. But I do just it emailed for you. my plastic surgeon yesterday. Do it for do you. Do it for you. Are we going to talk about that face? Uh, I'm actually trying to see if he can put Botox in my ears so I don't have to hear you anymore. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. If I can just draw on your face some areas, some problem areas yeah, mm-hmm. before you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It would really help me out. Sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> can't hear you. It's already working. So... Uh, Michael, she basically says, Michael has no interest in my body anymore, and he's blocked her on Instagram. It's official. And Skyla's like, well, maybe he's actually reacting to what you're doing with that guy named Billy. And Angel's like, oh. Remember, y'all, she's doing the TikTok duets with this guy named Billy. And And she's like, you know what? Billy has kidney failure, and I do everything with hashtag awareness because I'm doing my body. Because she's trying to help him get a new kidney, I guess. However, the first conversation we saw with you and Billy, there was not a mention of a kidney. There was no mention of kidney failure. And it did not seem like a conversation with somebody you just want to help out with medical issues. No, no, no. Uh, So, and... Skyla said, she said, you were talking about Michael playing games. And you're playing games. But you're, this seems like games to me. And we do hear that she is going to Nigeria next week. She's like, because... They're going to roll up on him, y'all. Well, and Skyla says to her, she's like, Mom, you're just looking for attention that Michael's yeah. not giving you. That's now, exactly what it is. Skyla does think that ain't, that Michael is probably taking advantage of her. She does think yeah. that... We once said that we thought Michael and Angela loved one another. I believe it. Do we still stand mm-hmm. by that? I still think at one time they did, too, because I think... I think Michael... Was the I think Michael could have been the love of her life. I think so for her for sure. I I think I don't know for him. I don't know because he did again, y'all. He is from Nigeria. Yeah, it's a big thing to have. He wanted to have kids. Yeah, you know, Angela's not having his and and I think wife. again, this is a type of love that we American love is very different than he could see. This is a great opportunity for me to get to the U.S. and because I he still, was infatuated with the U.S. Yeah. And but it's not scamming in this ways. That's the thing for Americans. It's either we're we're fairy tale love or you're scamming me. I don't think I yeah. think this had more gray in at first. Yeah. Now, do you think they're going to? Because I think this season, their arc for this season. Now we're in episode four, so you're, we're basically seeing the arcs of uh, the season. And their arc is going to be: Are they going to stay together or not? I don't think they will. 
I think it will end this season. I think it's going to end too. Because mm-hmm. I do feel like he'll find he'll find a new opportunity. I do think Angela probably presents a better part of herself on television oh, than we see. Oh, I think we've mentioned this before. Angela's story and Angela and Michael's story is the most massaged of any of anything. On yeah, television, I agree. Of anything on TLC. I yeah. agree. Yep. Yeah. That's all I've got. That's all I got. Y'all, that's the show. You can go to our Linktree link on our TikTok or our Instagram. Check those out. You also go to our Twitter. All of that link information is in your show notes, whether you're on the Patreon or if you're on the free feed. All that you just click, remind yourself later, say, hey, Siri, remind me in an hour when I get home to subscribe to Reality Gaze Instagram. <laughs> and Siri will do it. Or Google. My Siri mouths me. What's the Google? Co- <laughs> My put as a reminder. Is, uh, what's it, is it called? Alex? What's I the Google know. one called? I or just, know. hey, Google? I don't talk to Google. Well, I don't know. You. <laughs> anyway, set yourself a reminder. And Google you can go it fuck itself. Google can fuck you. It's got enough money to. Call me Google. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, everybody. Uh, we call each other. We call each other. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you get so mad that you throw things. Ooh, I want a milkshake. Call us. Call us. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.